Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward. I tell you what the problem is. The problem is, is that we receive terrible, and I mean terrible customer service. But I'm going to give y'all an update. See, I had already recorded this episode, but I re-recorded the episode because I got new news. Yeah, man. We went to the Punch Bowl in Rancho, Right? phenomenal spot. And what I mean by that is first time being there and it had this nostalgic feeling to it, you know, because it had a small little arcade in the corner, had some uh, vintage video games that had a, a pinball machine. They had the shit where you throw the balls into the circles and, you know, the, the 40s, 50s and 100 in the corner. I forgot what it's called. Forgive me, I'm old. You know, they had the little zombie shit with the, with the rifle um, I don't like that because you only get to like one, you know, it was, a, it was a rifle. So you already know how that is. Um, that little golfing joint, they had the foosball. You know what I'm saying? They had the, they had the dart boards. And then they had the one arcade that had Galaga on there. I thought it was just strictly Galaga. But it had like 30 other games that came out around that time. That was, you know, it was just like one of those mini Nintendos or whatever, but just in the arcade form. Uh, two bowling, two bowling lane, uh, two bowling. I would say, how can I, how can I say this? It was four, four bowling lanes, but it was attached to like two private areas. So it was two lanes per area. And then they had like a little miniature golf. Um, now upstairs, I couldn't get up there. Uh, it was a private party. So it could have been some other stuff upstairs or it could have just been some additional tables and TVs and things like that. And everything else was down below. Um, we got there to celebrate a, a birthday. Shout out to Sunny. She she celebrated her birthday there. And you know, the activities part, the activity part of the night was fun. But we got there in the afternoon, and um, it seemed like like as soon as we got there and we sat down, um. I want to say about 10, maybe 15 minutes after we got there, we put in our order for our drinks. I wanted water, of course. I didn't, I didn't really care for no alcohol. My wife ordered this, uh, this, um, this, this bowl, this, um, what do you call that shit? What is the, what is the damn things with, uh, with the orange juice and the champagne? Why am I drawing a blank? We've been talking about it all weekend. Um, can't really think of it, but it came in a big ass bowl. All right. It's supposed to, it was a serving for four, but it was only amongst us two. Um, she pretty much drunk most of that shit. I don't even think I had like half of a glass or something like that. Anyhow, like I said, the activity parts was fine. We took a gang of pictures. Uh, we had a gang of laughs and stuff like that. There was also a photo booth there. They had flat screens. Obviously, they had flat screens everywhere. But this, when we get to the food portion and... The customer service part, that was the bad thing right there, okay? 
um, mimosas. That, that's what it was. It was, it was some mimosa. It was like a mimosa bowl. And they had a couple of different mimosa bowls. They had the regular mimosa with champagne, one with margarita, one with beer. You know what I mean? It was just, shit was just crazy. The prices was very, very, very solid. You know, they even had a brunch. And that's what it was. It was pretty much a brunch. They had a brunch section. And they had different things on the brunch menu besides the regular one. But I couldn't even tell. At this point, I couldn't even tell if you, if you couldn't or, you know, you. I think you could order from both or something like that. The prices was a little bit different, but not much. But the prices was fairly good. And again, in this establishment, it's like a big-ass man cave for adults, literally. You know, it, it's almost like the, it's a perfect dating spot to meet up with somebody if you don't want to be in, uh, you know, if you don't want to have any alone time. If you don't trust the nigga or you don't trust her or you just want to be around a group of people, that's a perfect place to go to. You know what I mean? And they got a little bar area, right? They got a lot of shit covered, except for the customer service, that part. First of all, the young lady that helped us seemed very not into whatever the fuck she was doing that day. Like, to me as a waiter, waitress, forget lying for your business that you work for. You know, you don't even have to do that no more. Just do a great job to get tips. That's basically it. You don't even have to ride for the company. You didn't even got to do that. You ain't got to sell me on the company. I'm already here. But the common sense thing to do is the sell shit. You know what I mean? It's not as much as you can sell for the company. Again, you don't have to help the company out. We are already here, bucko. We're already interested. We just need to know what do you like to eat? You know, because usually when you go to a place that you've never been to before, you ask the waiter or waitress, hey, what do you recommend? What do you eat all the time? You know what I'm saying? What do you take home at the end of the night? And that's when you skim through the menu and you'll say, yeah, oh, I kind of like this. Or my favorite is this. This motherfucker didn't like shit. Didn't like anything. So I'm like, yo, at least you can say, I hear people talk about this. This is our most popular you know what I mean? She was very nonchalant. She even she admitted that her manager gets upset that she doesn't, you know, try to sell some of the more popular items on the menu. Do something, nigga. This is what you, because this is the thing. You sat here, you filled out the application, you got called back for the interview, you sat there and you lied to them sweet lies, and you got the job. Now you just got to do the job. And again, I know, you know, if you, you might be inexperienced, might be having a bad day, a bad week. Hell, your year probably started off bad. Your shit could be fucked up since the pandemic started. Yet and still, you chose this job and you chose it to come in today. Right? Right. So after that, she took the drinks. Again, I made a joke. She didn't even get it. I said, yo, let's just, just give me a water on the rocks. What is that, people? 12 cow, what is that? Huh? What is that? Uh, water on the rocks is just water with ice. 
she eventually brought my water back later on. I'm going to get to that, though. So we're waiting. We're waiting. At this point, literally, we waited so long, and I can't give you the the uh, the the accurate calculations right now. But we was waiting for so long for the drinks. We didn't even care about the drinks no more. We're just ready to eat because we still got to put in the order. And it's a large party. And large, anywhere between 15 to 20 people was there on one long ass table. You know what I mean? This is what upset me. When they did come and take the order, my wife was asking again, should I get the shrimp tacos? Oh, yeah, the shrimp tacos is nice. La, 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 la. Shrimp tacos is nice, she said. Shrimp tacos. And I got the French toast pudding. The pudding, whatever this shit is called. But it's made different. It's very mushy. It's hard on the outside, soft on the inside, because it got pudding. Too sweet for my... It was just too sweet for my life. It was good, but it was too much. You know when you order... Something like French toast, pancakes, or waffles being a reigning champion, Delvin. Uh, you tend to have some sides with it. Sausage. You know what I'm saying? Bacon. Now, it did was crackled up bacon on it. So it was like they probably had about three or four bacons that they cooked and crumbled it up. And they sprinkled it on the three French toasts. So that's that was part of it. But I could have took some eggs with that. You know what I'm saying? I could have took some eggs or some or some potatoes with that on the side, but it didn't come with it. You know, it didn't come with I wasn't tripping. And it didn't need any syrup. You know, it came with whipped cream, uh, some some powdered sugar, and the caramel that they sprinkled on there, along with um pecan, uh pecan nuts and bacon. And it was good. It was good, but I didn't eat all of it. I probably ate mm, I probably ate roughly about 35, close to 40% of it. Um, Cause it was just too sweet at that point. Um, and I'd even, she brought my water, but it kind of like drifted off down the table around other people. Fuck it. I don't want it no more. My wife never got her shrimp tacos. This is where I get mad. King. This is where she go left. Before they, when they, when they first brought the food out, right, I seen them coming because, you know, my wife is sitting uh, facing where they're coming with the plates and stuff. My back is towards them, along with the Jenga, the life-size Jenga. That motherfucker kept falling by me, scaring the shit out of me, okay? That's a whole nother story. That's a part of this story. They bring out the food. The wife, you know, the wife get excited, you know what I mean? Amps, you know what I'm saying, that the food was coming out. As she should be. Everybody gets excited around uh, food when they get food. We do. We have a happy dance. Black people have a happy dance when they get food or when the food is about to come. We're celebrating Sonny's birthday here. They pull up. There were several people that showed up way after we got there. And several people showed up after me. Now, the menu is not that deep. It's... It, it, it's it's not a lot of things with inside that menu. They probably had more drinks than they had food. But they had some shit. They had like chicken sandwiches. They had buffalo wings. They had the French toast. They had the chicken tacos. They had the beef tacos. They had the shrimp tacos. They had all other kind of shit, right? She ordered the shrimp tacos. I ordered the, French, the pudding French toast, right? 
we were actually one of the first ones to order. Now, look, because of the, the menu not being that large in options, of course, a lot of people is going to order the same things. You're going to get a lot of shrimp tacos. You're going to get a lot of French toast, yada, 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 yada. A lot of chicken sandwiches, a couple of wings and, and things like that. But I remember ordering, I was the first one to order the French toast. Now, this is what I'm mad at, is that when several people came, that was a part of our party that came after, and it's not on them, this has nothing to do with them, right? But as a as an elite waiter and or waitress, you remember who you took the order from first. Now, I'm not, I've never been in that position, but I've just seen how they operated. Now, some dishes does do come out before that because... You know, it does, everything is not cooked at the same at the same time, and it doesn't take as long. It doesn't take that long to cook French toast compared to it is to cook some wings or a chicken sandwich, and also to prepare it. So, I'm cool with that, but I'm not cool with someone getting there twenty, almost thirty minutes later than me, ordering the same thing and getting served first. Okay, I'm mad, right? Because we already had to wait. We had been there for almost an hour and a half, maybe almost close to two hours before we got served the food. And here's the kicker. My wife ordered shrimp tacos. I told y'all this. She asked the lady, and I heard her say to some other people that ordered shrimp tacos, oh, we don't have any shrimp left. We're all out of shrimp, right? You know what? That's not as bad, right? Let me tell you what, what got bad is that when my wife... Double check with the waitress. Yo, so you telling me there, and she didn't say it like that. She said, excuse me, there's, I ordered shrimp tacos. There more, there's no more shrimp. The lady said, no, did about face and walked away. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, D-Murph. Gigi, here's the problem. She didn't come with any other options. She didn't say, you know what? I'm sorry, we are, we are all out of shrimp. Would you like to, us to replace that with the chicken tacos, the beef tacos, or do you want to select something else off the menu that we could prepare for you? She didn't even give us that. She didn't give us that option. She just walked away. So you telling me that because y'all ain't got shrimp tacos, y'all ain't got no shrimp for the tacos, that my wife can't eat? That my wife can't eat? Huh? Huh? Just walked away. So then, not only that, the it was other people with inside, with inside the party that had an issue where we had to summons the manager. The manager comes out. My wife felt like his, his energy, his upsetness, I'm not sure if that's a word, but I like it, though. Upsetness. His anger, his frustration, his attitude was so bad that my wife took it in the wrong way, was like, yo, he has an attitude. I don't want to deal with that because I don't want to send him, uh, um, I don't want to tell him what I want and that should come back with a secret sauce. And so for the people that don't understand what I'm saying, she didn't want to order anything from him or from the place in general because she felt like they would have did something to her food because she thought that he was upset at the party. I personally felt this is where, you know, the reasoning come in. At. I, I'm calm down. <sighs> I got to get my Mr. Miyagi on, right? 
Hear me out, Drake. Hear me out. I felt like he was frustrated and upset at his staff for fucking shit up. Because as a manager, you're like the Red Power Ranger. You're the leader. And you got to get shit under control. You're Leonardo. Okay? And you have to figure that shit out. And depending on how bad it is, you might have a huge bill that might end up being free. Or you might have a couple of meals that might end up being free. Because you not only got to correct the mistakes that they made, but you got to make sure you correct their attitude. Because we still got to deal with these motherfuckers for the rest of the... There was, no, there was no circling back. There was no circling back. I didn't get a chance to see that, that same waitress like, yo, can I get a refill? Now, again, I know this is a large party, but you knew that when we signed up for this shit. You got to get your troops ready. I bet y'all got the motherfucking troops ready for, for the niggas upstairs in that private party, or maybe y'all didn't. Maybe y'all just had a fucked up day. Maybe y'all fumbled the rock that day. Oh, but I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. You know what I mean? So my wife decided not to eat, so she had to, you know, pick and, you know, off a couple of other people's plates and shit like that. No biggie. I gave her the rest of my French toast since I wasn't eating the rest of that sweet-ass shit. You know what I mean? And then I went off. You know, I was in cloud nine anyway when I got there. So I went to go. I went on the other side. At first, we was on one side with the miniature golf behind us and the um, life-size Jenga. On the other side, I thought it was like some type of private shit. But I walked over there anyway because the bathrooms was over there. And I seen the little arcade thing. And I went over there. And lo and behold, it's a big-ass sign that says arcade. Nigga, I got happy. I got happy. I spent about $20, $30 on arcade. I did. I did. Because I had fun. That was the most fun part of the goddamn uh, uh, event. Is once everybody shifted to that side of the building, it got better. There was a, hear me out, and I want to highlight this person. I don't care if it's March and February is over. It was a black waiter, young dude. He kind of reminded me of Kid Cudi a, a, a little bit. He approached me and said, yo, are those women with y'all? I said, well, yes, it is, my, my, my young fella. He said, okay, because I got their drinks. That's the fastest them fucking drinks came out. They ordered those drinks from that black man. That black man was going to go get them drinks, brought it back. They brought, he brought them motherfuckers back so fast that them niggas took off to go take some photo booth pictures and them drinks was back. And then on top of that, when I, when I uh, uh, verified that we was with them, he got the drinks off the table and took it to them manually. That's what I'm talking about. And the nigga even fulfilled, I was about to bark at him because I told the nigga like, yo, can I get a water on the rocks? And that nigga brought me back the water. And so, you know, the whole little bowling thing, not you know, the little, the little road thing into the 40s, the 50s, and it got the 100 in the corner, whatever that shit is called. There's a little drink pocket right there, little cup pocket right there, a little holster. And he put my drink right there while I was in the in the midst of a battle. And I that's it's a small shit like that. It's it's stone. It's a small shit like that, my nigga, that he was aware that I am focused on this competition. Let me put this man ice water right here in the pocket, in the holster. And he did that, man. And I'm mad because I don't know his name because I got to get to the review I sent. So now as I'm getting older, I'm doing a lot of grumpy shit. 
I'm doing a lot of get off my grass type shit. I'm leaving Yelp reviews. You know me, back in the day, we come across a bad experience. I don't care, nigga. We take it as an L. We take that shit on the chin. We keep it pushing. We make sure we never go back. Nah, not now. Not at 39, almost 40. I went right to Yelp. Yep. Already had a profile created. Never used it before. But the only reason why I created it, because I wanted to go on Yelp and see the reviews and see pictures of shit that I'm going to eventually get into. But today, I left a review. And I enjoyed every bit of that review. And I didn't, and I didn't chew them up. I did it in a nice, polite way. To the point where when I sent that bitch and I sent pictures to verify that we was there, the very next, which was today, I sent this shit on a Sunday, Sunday morning. I was so heated. I was so appalled at the bad customer service. I got on my Karen, capital K, my nigga. And I sent a lengthy paragraph explaining the experience. I gave them props, told them what the issue was, and still said it's a possibility that we'll come back. And I even gave them a benefit of doubt and said, they probably just had an off day. They probably just had an off day. And today, them niggas emailed me back. No, they answered the review on Yelp and said, yo, we hear you. I am the owner of this building. Please contact us through the website and send your email. I want to see what else we got cracking. And I said, I did the same thing, shorter length, but in more details. And I did that. I did that. Yes, I did. I did, Shan. I did that. I sent them a message. I also sent a message to Mama Pordias, too. And I was like, that was a um, uh, Valentine's weekend. But um, I did because that customer service was bad. To me, bro, if, it, if it's a... Oh, now what, oh, I forgot to tell y'all one minor detail. When the manager came out, he said, no, we do have shrimp. They was misinformed. So not only did your workers come out here misinformed about the shrimp, you had to come out here and correct us that there is shrimp. And my wife don't even want it no more because we don't trust y'all. At this point, we trust y'all video games. We trust y'all dartboard. We trust y'all bowling alley. We trust y'all mini uh, golf course. We don't trust nothing else. We don't trust nothing else. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Watch out. You know what I mean? Customer service, that shit means a lot. I understand to be a waiter and a waitress, shit. That's customer service. You got to be a people person, or at least it helps you be a people. It helps that you are a people person because depending on how great the service is, yo, you could be going, you could be leaving, you could be leaving a night with 50 to $100 in your pocket extra. You And, and, and we probably slid that shit in your pocket to where you ain't got to split that shit because we know that there's some establishments to where you don't get the full tip. You got to split that amongst your peers. That's all, man. It ain't got, it had nothing to do with no race thing or nothing like that. But I will acknowledge that that black man, that black waitress, waiter, I said waitress, that black waiter, he did his fucking thing. Because I even went to the bar area. My wife wanted the margarita, margarita. I went to the bar area and I, you know how you lean up against the bar and you look like you want something because you keep looking at them niggas? I kept looking at them niggas. Now they was working, 
but a a elite bartender know how to work the fucking he know how to work the area because he's trying to get that money too. Nobody approached me to the point where I just started texting, going through IG, TikTok, the whole nine. Like I just spent about five minutes of no interaction with nobody alive in that joint. And then I walked up and stood right in her face. Nigga looked at her dead in her face. And she said, the cool part about it is she was talking to me as if she already knew I was there. Because the first thing that she said is, somebody's going to be right with you. Not me, because I am working a private party right now. I said, all right, cool. Nobody came up. She didn't tap nobody and say, yo, can you take his order? None of that. Ain't none of y'all versatile like that. Like you can't, you, you, you can't tap, you can't tap your mans with the assists. Nothing. That's not a good look, man. That's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. And that's why I was mad. And I just walked away. I just walked away. And I think that was it. That was it. Now, like I said, I enjoyed playing Galaga. And some other video games and shit like that. We took pictures. You know what I'm saying? But that part was disappointing because it looked the food that actually came out looked good. The 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 one thing that I don't mind complaining about is if the food tastes nasty. The food looked good. The food that they actually brought out actually looked good. That chicken sandwich, I should have got that. That shit looked phenomenal. I didn't get to see, or at least I didn't get to taste the wings. Uh, the French toast was meh because that shit was too sweet, too mushy. Um, and then I, I didn't really too, uh, see too many other things that uh, that was on that menu out. Um, and then the drinks, like I said, that shit came slow. But I, it actually did the job with my wife. My wife was loaded by the time we left, or at least lit, you know. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. Again, we, we went there to celebrate a birthday, end up being fun, fun uh, a, a couple of laughs and shit like that towards the end. Um, I left a dating pool number on the chalkboard or whatever. And I know I did get a couple of calls, but nobody left a voicemail. I did get one voicemail throughout the weekend. But um, outside of that, I think I got a couple of calls from some random people at that uh at that establishment but didn't leave. I gotta get a better voicemail. Um I gotta get a better voicemail message or whatever. Greeting or greeting or whatever. Um probably a more professional one. Anyhow, uh we ended the night going to the jacuzzi. It was a big hole, man. I think it got in like the low fifties, low fifties, high forties or something like that. That's pretty cold. That's pretty cold, but that that uh, that jacuzzi water hit. That, that jacuzzi water hit, uh, and ended the weekend with, yo, I consumed almost ten hours of content between the game interview on Drink Champs and Kanye West three episodes because I had the binge. And actually, and actually, it was the the last. It was uh, episode two and three, which ended up being about three hours, right? Um. So you add that to the games. Um, when actually I started Kanye's last week. So yeah, it was almost between nine and ten hours of content because game interview was four four plus hours. Four plus hours. Then you got Kanye three episodes, which was one and a half and shit like that. So it came up to almost nine, ten hours of content just between those two niggas. A podcast and a documentary. 
And real quick, if y'all, obviously, I got the breaks radio where we talk about that on, you know, every Wednesday. But I give you a little, I give you a little feedback on on uh, on the games interview and Kanye's doc. We'll start with the game. Um, nothing I didn't didn't expect from him. It was a lot of, um, it was a lot of it. It was a lot. It was a lot. But at the end of the day, I think uh, most people. Do that, it was just going to be pure entertainment. I think it was going to be a lot of shock value, comments, and things like that. And that's basically what we got. Um, he did hold himself accountable uh, in a couple of situations that, you know, a couple of questions that Nori asked, held himself accountable for that. That was dope. Um, you know, and he, 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 did his, he did his thing on describing his experiences and, and, and et cetera about him being from... Compton and explaining the gang culture to Nori and things like that, et cetera, et cetera. Whack 100 was on there, so you know it got even more entertaining uh, when he came on. I think he was on like probably like the last last 45 minutes to an hour of the uh, interview. Um, yeah. yeah it, it, it was pretty dope. Then we go to Kanye. The first two episodes was dope. The third one was dope as well. And I would just say this. I don't want to, for people that haven't seen the documentary and things like that, um, I'm just going to say that. I don't want to give a spoiler, but I will say that man has a focus that that's that's pretty much unmatched. I, uh, you got your Kobe Bryant, your Michael Jordans, your Michael Jacksons, and a lot of other elite human beings out here. Steph Curry is included in that. And the reason why I bring up some of these cats is because they focus in on something. And they stuck with it, and they became elite at it. And that that was crazy. When you look at all the people that was around him, that looked at him in a different light than what they look at him now, not knowing that they are potentially standing next to a billionaire. You know what I mean? And the fact that he 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 did his thing. He wasn't afraid to show his talent in front of other people. He really enjoyed the feedback, but he enjoyed the moment, though. And not just enjoying the moment as far as like you know Kobe enjoyed the moment where it's a clutch is it's a tight game and he knows it's going to come down to a couple of shots he's going to take the shots and things like that it was more so of being getting in front of these people and doing his thing he didn't care how he looked or anything like that and someone made a good, a great post on IG and said maybe Donda West his mom knew that something was a little bit off about Kanye, but knew just how to talk to him, knew just how to bring him up, knew just how to nurture him the right way to where he wouldn't fall off the rockers. And 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 you see, I mean, we've all seen, you don't have to watch the documentary, this is not a spoiler, but after his mom passed away, it seemed like everybody seen that, you know, his life has just went into a different direction as the way, like, as far as him acting a certain way. And I can't complete, completely blame him for that because he is a genius. He calls himself a genius. He he does think about himself very highly all the time. And I think it's cool. And I think he does care about other people. And I understand his actions to a certain degree because I have lost both of my parents. And I can honestly tell you that I didn't even have the type of relationship that he had with his mom. The The relationship that he had with his mom was like, they were like, really best friends, you know what I mean? And I love my mama to death, you know what I mean? But I know I didn't have that type of relationship. So 
at the end of the day, I, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say this. That man locked in on, on what he wanted to be. He really pushed the fact that he was an artist before a producer. He was just a dope producer, but he wanted to be a rapper. And he stuck with that shit, and he really shopped his shit. And he did not play around. And I think, I I, I was joking around with my wife because she, she had mentioned something, and I said, yo, 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 what would Kanye do? And in a way, I was joking around, but I was dead serious, like, this man has shown us a level of focus that we haven't seen in particular with this genre. You know what I mean? In this field. Um, just based off of the first two episodes. It was phenomenal. At the end of the day, that was my weekend. You know, and I'm tired, bro. I think we're, I'm going to take next weekend off. I should take next weekend off. Yo, come get this merch, though. Let me give you... Hey, I want to say this again. For people that really listen to my show. I want to get to the point where I, I really don't have an interest in making a, a bulk of the same shit. But I understand that's the professional way and that's the easier way for me to make money is to have one complete design that I could just keep selling over and over and over again. But I really get a kick and I really get enjoyment out of saying, out of people just saying, yo, I just want a sweater from you. Do your thing. Send a payment. Boom. I put the order in. I get it. And I just do my thing. I love doing that. I love, I'm not, I'm not a high, I'm not, I'm not even a designer. I'm not a designer. I'm a, I'm a person, I'm a, I'm a person that's putting shit together. If you, if anything, you can call me a producer of sweaters, a producer of hoodies, a producer of t-shirts, because I may not even come up with the beat, but I structure the beat. I can make a song if you give me the parts. And that's basically what I'm doing is putting parts and shit together with my artistic views and things like that based on what I've come up with through my brand. So, again, fuck with it. Fuck with it. You know what I mean? And the dating pool hotline. This is what it is, people. This is how I know if you listen to the show or not. You can leave whatever you want to leave regarding dating. You can leave some dating advice, experiences, the ups, the downs, the ugly of dating. You can leave inspirational messages. You can leave, hell, dating uh, um, tips, you can leave dating places. The whole nine, man. I'm going to put it behind some of my videos. I might introduce it or I might involve it in one of my episodes. You just never know. I'm glad this is starting from the mud, though. The documentary, did Kanye's documentary came at the right time. Because watching him from the beginning to where he's ended up at, that's refreshing. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to end up being a billionaire making hoodies and shit like that. Is it possible? Absolutely. But what I what I will say is it gave me that push to say, you know what, just stick with it. Even if nobody's understanding it right now, just go with it. Later on, tweak some shit, fix some shit, and make them see the vision. All right? All right. And have better customer service in the future.